Hello, everyone. If I can, for a moment, talk to the fellas out there. Fellas, do you suffer from envy of what those other guys have? Maybe you feel like you're not matching up to the average American male. Has your girl dropped hints that you need to make a change? Well, I am here with a solution to those problems we men don't like to talk about. The cure to any ailment that plagues 9 out of 10 men is subscribing to the Fat Guy Radio Show bonus show afterburn for less than the price of one of those little blue pills you can last an extra 75 minutes a month take it from me not only am i the spokesman for afterburn i am also a subscriber shame will be no longer after you subscribe today at fatguyradioshow.com forward slash afterburn afterburn recommended by one out of five doctors and even that one doctor was still questionable back our radio show afterburn Skinny people. Fat people already know they're fat. So stop reminding us. Fat Guy Radio Show with Corey Blaze. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fun-filled Fat Guy Radio Show for all of ye today. Uh, DT, I got to tell you something, brother. I got to tell you something. What's up? You messed up my childhood real good last week. I did? You did. How, how did I mess the childhood up? You sent me a TikTok regarding the protagonist of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and you screwed up my childhood forever with this TikTok. Long-held prejudices should be re-examined through the eyes of wisdom. The position America has taken on Master Shredder is one of the issues that should be re-examined. Master Shredder started his life in martial arts. He challenged Master Splinter to control the dojo. He lost. He did not sulk. He did not seek revenge. He instead thought he'd move to America and start a new life. But the America he found was not that shining city on the hill that Reagan spoke about, but it was 1980s New York, the height of the crack epidemic. Shredder may have tried to find traditional work, but there's not a lot of work for an immigrant whose only training is the way of the ninja, especially a ninja who's covered in knives. But he saw injustice. America's drug policy and the economic crisis on the streets of New York, boys without fathers. I am your father. In the racially tense streets of New York, he created the Foot Clan and welcomed boys of all backgrounds. He provided them discipline, training, a way of life away from the streets. They never touched guns. It was strict. Sure, but remember where Shredder came from, a rural, traditional Japanese background. Did they steal? Yes. That's not great. But the gaping lack of opportunity in those neighborhoods did not provide a lot of options, and Shredder stole mainly only Japanese electronics. Master Splinter could have stayed in Japan and enjoyed running the dojo that he had won. Instead, he had to go all the way across the world to twist the blade in his enemy. They say you grow into the face you deserve, and he did. He became a rat. He's given so much credit for raising the turtles. But he used those boys. He raised them in a sewer. They're reptiles. They can't regulate their own body temperature. Yet he never let them see the sun. He (laughs) taught them discipline. Hardly. Those boys ate pizza three meals a day. Turtles should eat primarily leafy greens. He never gave them greens. He would simply watch as they would nonstop sexually harass April O'Neil. He would never say a word. He taught them discipline. He only taught them violence. April O'Neil wasn't innocent either. She teased those young, lonely teenage boys so she could get a weekly scoop and continue to push her false Foot Clan media agenda. The media is meant to be objective. She was far from it. She never once attempted to interview anyone from the Foot Clan 
or Master Shredder. Splinter just used those boys for his vendetta against the Shredder, who was trying to better the community. This was 1980s New York. Could Splinter have gone after crack dealers, pimps, corrupt bankers, Wall Street fat cats? No. He took his horny malnutrition turtles and he beat up guys stealing radios from Radio Shack. He used violence to protect corporate interests in a time when the poor were suffering. The Foot Clan were stealing TVs. That is true. But these were 1980s TVs. They weighed as much as a refrigerator. Stealing a TV in the 1980s took four people. These boys were learning teamwork, communication, employable skills. Do you think Splinter really cared about clock radios? How did Donatello get his technology? They had a TV. They had video games. They had takeout three meals a day. None of them had jobs. Where was that money coming from? April O'Neil never cared to ask those questions. And either did America. Shredder did not get rich. He wore the same clothing every single day. A suit made of knives, but never cut anyone. He chose stainless steel as the most sustainable clothing. He found the only cave in New York and lived there. Sure, later in life he moved into an interdimensional technodrome, but in meeting a warlord from another dimension, did he use that power to take over the planet? No. He just focused Crane's energy on the turtles. Imagine Master Splinter had befriended Crane. Shredder is owed an apology. He became a monster. But I think we made him that monster. And Master Splinter deserves what's coming to him. He was the Joe Jackson of martial arts. Dude, okay. <laughs> Splinter is always the protagonist of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You send me this TikTok. Yep. And it completely changes my mind where Master, Master uh, uh, Splinter, the little rat, yeah. is the true protagonist. And he abused those, those little turtles. Well, well, he's the true antagonist. Antagonist. There you go. Thank you. Antagonist. Yeah. You screwed up my entire childhood. I was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan as a little warthog growing up, running around in South Phoenix. You send me this TikTok and messed up my life. Just screwed my life up. So I didn't know that you were a big Ninja Turtles fan. Huge. Like but uh, the reason why I sent you that video was the, the point was really good. The point was really good. But it, it was, was well tidbit, done. Very but well it was done. the tidbit at the very end about Splinter being the Joe Jackson of martial arts <laughs> yeah. that I was like, oh, Corey's going to love this. <laughs> yeah, because it, it goes back to our whole thing of Joe Jackson's school of uh, greatness. greatness. Oh, yeah, well, if the level was up, that would have been funny. Dude, that, but that in itself is funny. But how that guy, whoever that TikToker is, broke down right the origins right. of Splinter and, and I mean, what? And the Shredder, yeah. Like, the fact that the Shredder left Japan because he lost the Splinter and literally came over here. And, yes, he was thieving and everything, but there wasn't, it was crack New, uh, 80s crack New York. Totally. That's when that's when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were at their height of popularity. AK-47 off the live stream says, random thought, my mom's dog looks like Master Splinter, especially when she's wet. <laughs> <laughs> you screwed up my childhood with that damn TikTok. I, and it was still funny about the, the, the school of hard knocks and grief. Yeah, and I'm sorry that I screwed up your childhood, <laughs> but I want to know why didn't. Why didn't the turtles ever fight pimps or the crack pack of uh, pandemic or epidemic or anything like that? Why did they only 
bother Shredder when all he was doing was stealing electronics? Because I guess I guess I want to say that uh, the rat had it had at own some Radio Shack stock or something because they were always just breaking in and stealing electronics and stuff. But nobody but April O'Neil, which they always sexually harassed April. Mm-hmm. This was prior to the Me Too movement. Yep. They always sexually harassed April. And the, and where were they getting these pizzas from? So clearly they were the true thieves. They were the true antagonists of the entire thing. But yet we were told as children to celebrate them. The first drawing I ever did in school and got an A for was a drawing of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. And after that TikTok, now I'm ashamed. Don't be ashamed because the turtles aren't the ones on trial here. It's their evil Joe Jackson of a father, Master Master Splinter Jackson. Master Splinter Jackson. It was dude, you changed my you changed my life. But before we could get the show, before we get the show started, you know, um, you know how I ride the light rail in here to the building and, and so forth. And I, I was walking out with my, my shoulder bag. Uh-huh. And I was coming into the building. I was heading into the building and about about to hit the door. And uh this this uh guy comes out to me and says you be careful and i'm like be careful about what he says be careful because i hear that there are people running around um outside here offering um offering to do like weird sexual things for one twizzler Mm. and i'm like dude you can't be that that that's not serious i'm like what one sliver of twizzlers like yeah one sliver of twizzlers and i'm like Dude, get out of here with that. That's that. Oh, hold on. I knocked something over. I'm like, dude, that's not that's not real. Why would anybody do anything like that? So I looked at the guy and I said, dude, I'm not believing this story. That is the weirdest thing ever. And I'm like the weirdest people in downtown Glendale. Now start the show. Yeah. Uh, it's the fat guy radio show. We got the fat guy radio show. It's the fat guy radio show. Hey, hey, America, you want to laugh? How about you get done with the fat guy? Yes, we got Corey, he's bougie, yeah. And we got DJ, he never does anything. And then DA, he's lazy. And little D, yo, he's crazy. Put them together, they are fun. Here we come again with the fat guy radio show. Run it. Radio show. Radio show. Radio show. It's the fat guy. Radio show. We got the fat guy. Radio show. It's the fat guy. Radio show. It's the fat guy. Radio show. It's a radio show, not a podcast. Oh. Boom. Let's go. Live from Arizona, USA, and broadcast in over 79 countries with more than 1 million downloads worldwide, heard by the best fatnetics. (laughs) (laughs) This is Fat Guy Radio Show, home of Arizona's Hot Talk Radio. I'm joined by Daniel D.T. Taylor. What's good? And I am your host, uh, Corey Blaze, and uh, we love you too, Doug off of the Facebook 
live. Thank you for joining us. Fat Guy Radio Show is an interactive show, as you just experienced. Uh, we welcome your comments on our live stream or tweet us your comments to at Fat Guy Radio Show. Use hashtag Fat Guy Radio Show, all one word. We may read them on the air. Uh, you're also welcome to slide into our DMs before, during, or after the show. Follow Fat Guy Radio Show on all popular social media. And today's show is brought to you by the Fat Guy Radio Show swag merch store back online at fatguyradioshow.com slash store still featuring the it's us t-shirts folks we're pushing those hard we want to see your family in your holiday photo wearing one of us one of us we want to come to your holiday festivities we don't i, don't, I want to be there i don't want to be there virtually and i don't want to be there in person i want to be there between your pecs or your boobs so it's the it's, it's us line of t-shirts Maybe we should run a, a, a contest. If you post a picture of your family, at least four members wearing one of each of our It's Us shirts, you'll be entered into a drawing for, I don't know, maybe like a Walmart gift card or something like that. Maybe we should push something out like that. We should talk to Walmart and see what they say. Probably tell us to go screw, but we'll try it anyway. Nevertheless, the It's Us t-shirts are still available now. Collect all four. Uh, at fatguyradioshow.com slash store or through the link on any of our social media. Fat Guy Radio Show swag store open now at fatguyradioshow.com slash store and we appreciate you doing uh, so much. All right. Hell, hell, the gang's all here. DT ruined my childhood, but so did something else um, in this past week. Um uh, it's been a it's been a week of just just you know just breaking breaking my heart. Doug off the Facebook Live says the prize should be a box of Twizzlers. All right, so <laughs> that's funny. All right, so um, DT, do you remember? Do you remember? And all of no, you listening, the time. No, do you remember the time we fell, we fell in, love? in love? Um, Chuck E. Cheese. Yes, Chuck E. Cheese. Yes, actually. I heard that uh, Charles or uh, Charles E. Cheese. Yeah. Charles Ezekiel Cheesy, which which is his full name, um, is actually the third master master spinner's cousin. I will tell you this, man. Chuck E. Cheese. My childhood was was not just ruined by um, by your tiktok that you sent me mm -hmm. but i watched a movie or a short on the ulu ulu mm -hmm. that reignited a fear a childhood fear of mine and it's related to chuck e cheese's animatronic mm. show okay now i don't know if chuck e cheese is even still around the last one that i ever heard of was on 35th avenue and i think indian school or something like that I don't know if it's still there, but for those of you that are, you know, younger than, you know, 20 years, 25 years old, Chuck E. Cheese was like Peter Piper pizza. But instead of like all games, they had games, but they also had an animatronic um, song show that came out or that was behind these big curtains. And if you were having a birthday party or something of that nature, you could request for the show to happen. If it wasn't a birthday party, then it was like programmed to go off like every so many hours in the day. 
And they were these animatronic machines that had eyes that moved and mouths that moved. And they were animals. If you don't know what, if you want to know what I'm talking about, just Google, just Google the um, Chuck E. Cheese, old Chuck E. Cheese animatronics. And you will see why this was a childhood fear of mine. These things scared me specifically. It had a keyboardist and Mm -hmm. that was like a half gorilla, half thing under your bed keyboard player that was purple. Yeah, it had the long uh, arms. And that thing scared the snot out of me. I hated that Chuck E. Cheese uh, animatronic show. So I watched, I was perusing through the Ulu Ulu as I was doing some recovering last week. And Joy Washington is chiming in off of the live stream. Hey, joy, joyful, joyful love, we adore thee. Um, so I was perusing Hulu Hulu, and I came across this short called The Hug. Have you heard oh, of, heard of the it. Hug? I heard of it. For those of you that have access to the Ulu Ulu, either if you're paying for it yourself, yes, that those are the animals. <laughs> oh, God, I hate seeing them. Detail is holding up a picture. Those are some freaky things, man. Imagine look, you being look a at little... this keyboard is gorilla. Oh! <laughs> oh! That is what nightmares are made of right there, folks. That those are the and those things were supposed and the kids when they, when you saw those when you saw that show start, you laughed and smiled because you were scared out your mind. And the gorilla's hands just went up and down. His fingers never moved. But they just went side to side and up and down. It's all yep. they did. And yep. I don't care. I know that they there was some research that was done. A story came out said that they used Disney's animatronic technology back in the 80s when this show was really popular. Mm. I love you, Disney. But there ain't no amount of animatronic Disney magic that could make any of those animatronic puppets look like they weren't ready to eat your face off as a kid. <laughs> and then they have the nerve to put like this velvet rope that was like three feet from the stage from the little badass kids, like my little brother that wanted to jump on the stage and play along with the band. So they, they don't want you to get on the stage with these, these things. <laughs> this was a, this was a, this was a childhood trauma. And it was reinvigorated in me. I thought I worked through it with my therapist, but clearly I haven't. When I saw this short on Hulu called The Hug. And it's a short film about a kid in a pizza place that want that was a little badass little kid that wanted the animatronic show for his birthday party. And the a-hole of a pizza worker there was like, nah, the show, they're on break, blah, 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 blah. Kids, and, and I'm not, this isn't a spoiler alert because it's been out since 2018. Mm, okay. Kid steals the keys from the pizza worker, goes over to the animatronic control panel, starts it up. Curtains open up, and there is not a full band, but what looks like a Chuck E. Cheese rat reject of an animatronic. What? In the movie. Okay. And this short's like seven minutes long. It's 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 like a it's like a little Disney shorts that they you know little Pixar shorts that they play before the real Pixar movie. You know that's what it was. I didn't even know what it was. I just saw it. And I'm I'm just perusing as I'm trying not to die in my bed last week. 
<laughs> so I, I play it. And, and so it, the, the kid takes the keys. He, 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 he unlocks the little control panel, starts the show. The pizza worker, like all pizza workers in these places, not paying attention to what's going on. He was just focused on serving that cardboard with cheese melted on top of it to the kids that were there. The parents were oblivious to what was going on. And this one little badass kid steals these keys and starts the show. And as the show is going, the kid gets closer and closer, crosses over the barrier and wants to get an up close personal um, uh, view of the, the, the show. And then the rat goes off script, puts his arms out and says, give me a hug. And the kid goes to give him a hug. And the kid starts to try to let go after getting the hug. And then the rat's face melts off. And he won't let go of the kid. And then the curtains snap close. Then the oblivious pizza worker looks up because he thought he heard something. And all he saw was the curtain closed. And the animatronic eats that that little kid. And then puts his smiley face back on. When when the parents heard the kids screaming and they realized the kid was missing and then the workers like, oh, no, the animatronic ate another kid. He runs over, rips the curtain open and the little fake Chuck E. Cheese rejected rat has this smiley face back on. But then when the, the guy looks a little closer, you can see the little kid's shoes inside the little rat's mouth. That's my nightmare caught on film oh, on Hulu because I always thought that big purple keyboard playing monkey at Chuck E. Cheese was going to eat me. I was fat and I was delicious. <laughs> he would have been full. He would have been full, but he looked like he had already eaten two or three kids before. <laughs> and oh, this little man. short that they put on Hulu, it's been on Hulu that even though it was there, called The Hug, brought all of that fear. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. I was traumatized. If I still had a mom, I would have called her. I bet, I bet. I was traumatized by this, man. You broke my childhood with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then this movie brought back a childhood trauma. Now I'm like, you know, I was just about to wrap up my my 12-step program with my therapist. We didn't revert it all the way back to step two. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. We all the way back. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and then the hug. I'm done. I'm cooked. I got I got nothing. I, do, I got nothing but just drawn up fear. Did you not fear that Chuck E. Cheese show? Do you remember that Chuck E. Cheese show? I remember it. Um, I didn't fear it. And here's the reason why I didn't fear it. Oh, uh, why didn't you fear? Because you were just this big, tough, Dawkin, Dolphin D kid. Nothing feared you. No. I was actually afraid of a lot of things. Um, I remember the show. Because um, I saw the show once. Uh, you only saw the Chuck E. Cheese live show once? Yes, and this is the reason why I didn't fear it because I the first time I saw it, um, I didn't know what it really was and everything I saw it and whatnot and learned about it afterwards and was like, okay, that was pretty cool, but the fear never was able to set in about like what these things might do to me because we were poor, and because we were poor, <laughs> I knew for a fact that I would never be able to go back to Chuck E. Cheese ever in my life, so. Why would I fear something I will never see again? We went to Chuck E. Cheese a lot. <laughs> you know, rich, <laughs> rich mother lovers. No, like. it was it wasn't that we were rich. It was um, 
the church every like almost every year the church would have some type of youth program that would take us to church Chuck E. Cheese. Lucky. You know, you know school our, would you know take our church took us to every Sunday after church. Please tell me it was King's Table, the buffet. No, <laughs> but it was a buffet. There, we went to either one of two buffets. Please. It JB's. Okay. <laughs> or, oh. or, and I'm about to go old school on you. You going back, going way back. Piccadilly's. Oh, man, y'all were poor. Y'all took, you. y'all took the church van to Piccadilly's. You could all you could eat for three ninety nine. Exactly. One ninety nine for the kid. Exactly. We went to Piccadilly's. Wow. That's old Piccadilly's right there on Seventh Avenue and Osborne. Yep. <laughs> yep. In Uptown Phoenix. It's not the building's still there. Piccadilly's isn't still no, there. It, but uh yeah, Piccadilly. And it even turned into that building turned into a King's table at one point too. And didn't it turn into a Sizzlers too after that? It was a Sizzlers at, at one point. But the one thing that's behind that Piccadilly's or that old Piccadilly's building is still the single Safeway. Oh, yeah. The single Safeway where it's like you go in there. Yeah. Everybody in there is just eye flirting and eye effing everyone in that, that Safeway. Seven, seven uh, in that? In <laughs> Seventh Avenue and Osborne? Seventh Avenue and Osborne. And you know what, DT? You will, in, yeah, write that address down because you will, you will absolutely uh, love it because it's also right up the street from um, Melrose Place. Oh. <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen we're gonna take a quick break right here that's not a oh i shop there all the time all right we're gonna take a quick break right might, here ladies i might and as well go to gay denny's <laughs> that's that's still there yeah seven street right. and camelback yep yeah i i know way too much this is fat guy radio show on fatguyradioshow.com we'll be right back after this Corey, you know i do my makeup every single show day on thursdays But people won't see us if they don't know where to go. They can go to YouTube and like, comment, and subscribe to my beautiful face. It's not just your face. It's all of our faces. My face is there. D-Tay's face is there. Little D's face is sometimes there. Well, sometimes, yeah, he's on that N-word time. But you're absolutely right, D-A. We go through a lot to look good on our live stream. So we like to invite everyone to catch us out on our live stream. And the one greatest thing about the live stream is that people can interact with us. I mean, they can comment live time and then they'll be on the show and become part of the show. Can I say like, comment and subscribe again? Say like, comment and subscribe again. Like, comment and subscribe again. Again. Our show streams live on Facebook on Thursdays at 7 p.m. And then you can watch us the next day on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fat guy radio show. It's amazing. Only thing about that on YouTube the next day, you can comment, but it may, it won't, be on the show i mean but we'll see it because we watch me all the time on the playbacks well I, i'm on the show too dear i usually skip forward where do you think ak-47 lady k martha moo and all those guys and gals get their fame from me no, no commenting on on our live stream dear oh on live on Bookface. live on facebook thursdays at 7 p.m what time again 7 p.m pacific standard time i'll see you there maybe you have to be there da you're part of the show oh yeah son of a bitch hey this ain't after burn no that was the last commercial oh 
<laughs> What's on your mind? We'd really like to hear. You're listening to Fat Guy Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, DT, do you want to know where people can actually watch The Hug on Hulu? Where? They can watch it on a 50-inch Class D Series 4K HD LED Smart Vizio TV from Walmart and with through Walmart's rollback prices that TV used to be $350 it's now on sale for $298 and you can get it through the Walmart banner on fatguyradioshow.com and it's a smart TV it's got the Hulu app already built into it all you gotta do is sign in watch the hug call me we'll hold each other and we'll cry because it's gonna traumatize you as much as it's gonna traumatize me and if you even if you don't want to see the hug um, on Walmart on, on, on on your Vizio TV from Walmart, you can grab yourself an Acer Chromebook 15-inch HD with Intel Celeron in 404 gigabyte drive now for only $179 all through the Walmart banner on FatGuyRadioShow.com. Listen, what I'm basically telling you, folks, is you can get all of these rollback, a rollback, a rollback, a rollback prices through Walmart. Super low prices on tech home and more and you start at the walmart banner on fatguyradioshow.com and we thank you and walmart that was all off the top of the dome you're welcome Ooh, ooh, all off the love t- it all off the top of the dome speaking of the top of the dome uh we would be remiss if we did not mention why are we oh yeah so this one sucked oh man this one sucked. I'll take the copy strike for this one. This one sucked. I'm going to be honest with you. This news sucked. Yeah. Too young. 52, I think they said. 59. 59? Still too young. Just suddenly, out of nowhere. And you know that details are going to come out later on and stuff like that. And I really, I really, really hope it's not something bad. I hope it's not going to be something that's going to reveal some stuff about him that we didn't know. Yeah, because nine times out of ten, they always say it's like a drug overdose. Or I know. Stuff like that. And what we're talking about is the pat, the announcing the uh, news of uh, breaking of of Coolio, the rapper, um, unfortunately, sashaying off this planet, getting his getting his uh, gold microphone wings um um and passing away just 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 sad news i liked him even when gangster paradise came out uh what was the name of that movie that that was in dangerous minds dangerous minds with michelle pfeiffer yes lord that came out when i was a young warthog too and 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 helped me come into connection with some feelings i didn't know existed Mm -hmm. i feel you on that but Coolio, later in life, he made a lot of appearances on the Food Network. You know, I'm a fan of the Food Network, yeah. Food Network Challenges, and he was good friends with Guy Fieri. And, I mean, he just seemed like an all-around good guy. I remember on the show years back, me making a joke that, you know, those little strands of hair that was coming out of the top of his hat were getting fewer and fewer as the years went on. True. And, and it was, he was down to about two or three strands, you know what I mean? But but, but it just kind of sucked because he just seemed like an all around good guy. And I, I don't think that I don't remember any type of um, 
um, drama or anything surrounding his career the whole time. Do you recall anything surrounding Coolio? Any any scandals or anything like that? Not that I can remember. I mean, the most scandalous of scandals was how he had to like kind of censor himself for Keenan and Kel. Okay, I remember that slightly. I slightly remember that. But other than that, it was like there was never like any mama drama problems. There wasn't any kid drama problems. I'm really just hoping. But you know how we do in this country when one of the greats go, we like to dig up the deepest, darkest, dirtiest crap on them. Yeah. And then that's all we're going to talk about. And we kind of like we let we we rewrite their legacy. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's not the case with uh with Coolio. I I really hope that's not the case because he just seemed like an all around all around good guy. That was the type of hip hop I listened to. Yeah, it was old good music. School, old good. school stuff, you know? Yeah, great music. <laughs> what happened? I'm looking up his uh, his 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 discography. His birth name Artist Leon Ivy Jr. Ooh. That's a pretty name, but I like Coolio too. Coolio's a great I'm not gonna stage name. Ar- Ar- Artist is a Coolio name. Artist A R T I. I see what you did there. What's up, Twizzlers? Um, <laughs> Artist Leon Ivy Jr. Um, he, dude, he had one spouse. Just and this is according to Google, so take it for what it is, or according to Wikipedia. Um, married in 1996, divorced in 2000, and there's no other spouse that's listed. There you go. And he do got a lot of kids, though. Are you ready? Gritis Ivy, Brandy Ivy, Artisha Ivy, Shanae Ivy, Milan Ivy, Jackie Ivy, Darius Ivy, Kate Ivy. Alish I artist Ivy the third Zai Zai hand Ivy and just to tip our hat to TikTok and Mark, you know, so it's like he had, <laughs> he had quite a few kids. Um, <laughs> and Mark, I should have did that. But that was funny. I couldn't help it, you know, but dude, it just, it, that just kind of sucked. I I, that, I I I hope nothing bad comes out. Same, you know he same. he died like Elvis on the toilet. Did he did he really die on the toilet? They, there's reports that said that he was found unresponsive in the bathroom, oh. but there was no sign of foul play. There was no drugs or illegal substances found in or around or on him or around him. But oh. yeah, he died on the crapper. That's that's tough. It's it, it was sad, but we 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 pay homage. Safe home, Coolio. Uh, thank you for um the the music. Um, he was just one of those people that you know, one of those black rappers that you could image search on Google, and a mugshot doesn't pop up. I'm I'm a, I'm a, uh I'm gonna try that real quick. Let me let me image search real quick. Hold up, hold up. A mug sh- uh, uh, no mugshot pops up. Coolio. You know, that's what I like. Image. No mugshots. Not a single one. Not I'm one looking. mugshot. That's a that's that's speak that says something. And a lot of people aren't gonna he talk sure, about it. He that. sure did hold on to those braids though for <laughs> to a little, the, 
Sorry to say, no pun intended, maybe too soon, but to the bitter end. Mm, way too soon. <laughs> Sorry. But I mean, but look at the progression. I mean, come on now, bro. We love you, Coolio. We love hold you, on, baby. Hold we love you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let them go, bro. Let them go. <laughs> it's a reverse braided mohawk. Listen, listen. <laughs> What's it good? Listen, Coolio, we love you. We kid because we love you. Uh, but man, just out of the light, out of the limelight for a while, I think he, he probably could have retired on that gangster's paradise song. Oh, definitely. Alone. You know, definitely. I mean, he, he definitely, I mean, like CC Peniston is still living on finally money. Why not Coolio? Finally, it has happened. happened to me. I just died on the toilet because oh, my hair's ending up. Too soon. That's, oh. inter- that's, that is so I'm, inappropriate. You want a Twizzler? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. So yeah, we just we we just had to uh uh mention that uh real quick. Um I I, I hate to just, you know, literally just make it all 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 about about my life, but you know, that that's what the show is. Sometimes when mm-hmm. there isn't a lot of news, we're not going to talk about Irma destroying Gangster's Paradise. Who's Irma? The hurricane. Oh. You didn't get that. I didn't even I didn't even know there was a hurricane going on. Yeah, there's a hurricane. Here's the thing: it's just also I, it's also thought, proof that when that Florida governor speaks, even the people of Florida don't listen. <laughs> I thought hurricane season was over. No, hurricane season ain't over. Hurricane parts of Florida just got flushed. So it's Ooh. another state, another proof that when that governor who i won't mention because he said some most outlandish crazy things in my opinion and i don't want to give him credence but when he speaks it's proof that no one listened and also i'm gonna call out i love you mouse i love you abc i love you disney but your reporters that's down there reporting on this hurricane one of the reporters detail I saw on the news today was sitting there in front of what appeared to be a flooded street behind her. Okay. And she literally was reporting it back to New York. And she says, this street behind me was a was is now a river. It is a river of water that's washed in from the sea. And right as she was saying that a car drove right through it with no problem. <laughs> So it wasn't a river. Then a truck came through. No problem. Then they cut to Then She goes on with her. She stays with her narrative, though. She stays with her narrative. Then they cut to a guy that was on the other coast. She Oh, she was in downtown Orlando. That's right. She was in downtown Orlando talking about the street was a river. Then they cut to a guy that was on the west coast of Florida. And he was standing on the beach talking about how unsafe it was to be on the beach. And the whole time he's telling this down in the corner of his shot is a woman down there taking selfies. Wow. All on ABC this morning. I love you, Disney. Please, please don't come for me, Mickey. But your ABC reporters, they were just playing it up. They were playing up the danger and the background was telling a completely different story. Absolutely complete different story. 
You can't That's... tell me a road is a river and then I see a little Dodge Neon drive right through it and keep on. And even that lady, either that lady well, reporter saw the car and she says, they're probably going to have to turn around. There's no way they could get through that as the people are just whistling Dixie driving right on through. It was a puddle. I, I get that. But Corey, I mean, why can't I say a road is a river? I mean, <laughs> if if a heart could be a house for love, then why can't a road be a river? Because I, you know, I had uh, I have one, and four other of my heartbeats told me that the heart <laughs> is a house for love, and I heard. That it don't take much to break a heart. <laughs> I understand a heart is a house for love, but is the house a home if the chair and no one's sitting there? I mean, it could be because a room is still a room, even though there's nothing there but gloom. So if your heart is your home and your home breaks, what mm-hmm. becomes... Of the broken hearted. Mm, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You got me. I got, got no more. I got, got I'm glad me. you tapped. I'm glad you tapped because I got I was, nothing else. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of that sh- uh, that Cher song. The one where she's sitting on Do the... Do you uh, believe in love after love? That's what it was I was going to say. Well, I mean... Uh, what happens to the broken hearted? I don't know, but I hear that they could believe in life after love. You can believe in life after love and you can keep on believing and dreaming. That's and if you're dreaming, I don't want you to stop believing. Mm-mm. You got to hold on to that feeling. Yeah. 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 It's not funny after we ruined the joke halfway through when you forgot the share song. But nevertheless, <laughs> it was a pretty good vortex. Ladies and gentlemen, and that has been Fat Guy Radio Show Comedy, Comedy vortex. vortex. Fat Guy Radio Show. There we go. I they they just they just trump up stuff when it comes to these hurricanes. But there was some big damage. There was a video that was online that showed a time lapse of of a of a coastal city where the ocean just came right on in. Here's the thing, folks. Here in Arizona, no, we don't have hurricanes and things like that, but we've got these things called haboobies. Called haboobs. Called called, uh, monsoons. And this is the last week of the monsoons. They tell you all the time, don't drive in these things. And people still get stuck under the freeway in these flooded out streets. People still get sideswiped and decapitated by an 18 wheeler that probably little D is driving when when these storms are going on, they tell your ass. So when they tell you that a big storm is coming, listen, I'm going to give you one example on why you should listen. When they say a big storm is coming, three words, Katrina. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Remember, yeah. I don't care what your 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 conspiracy theorists say. It was a big storm. See, but when they say it, what's the worst that's going to happen? So you got a you got an impromptu vacation to Ohio, okay? And you well, go so, back home to Florida, and your house is still there. Versus what? Your house becoming a pontoon boat? 
True, true. But the difference, the difference, uh, the difference, the difference is the difference is the, the the difference is when it came to Katrina, they a lot they didn't tell people to evacuate because they said, oh, we we prepare for hurricanes and stuff. We have these levees that are going to mitigate the water and everything, but the levees broke. True. However, our technology has gotten better to predict these storms. Yeah, and so has our technology to kind of mitigate these storms. You don't think that uh, Florida, which is a peninsula? Peninsula. I think that's right, right? Peninsulas are uh, three. good. Hold up. I got to look up Peninsula no, why now. Gotta, why you got to be okay. smart? Just say it. People don't know. People don't fact check this show. <laughs> I believe I believe a Peninsula, because an island is covered by water on all sides. A peninsula is covered by uh, water on the majority of its sides and has one side that's covered by land. And because Florida is like the boot of uh, America. No, Florida Florida's the skin tag of America. Just be real. Okay. It's the eggplant of America. <laughs> um, and because of that, it's a peninsula. But um, Texas that being said, eggplant big. That's true. <laughs> Every, everything's bigger in Texas. Do you believe in love after love? Want a I'm Twizzler? A, I want to just move to Texas just so I can say it's bigger. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to move to Texas because I don't need to get no bigger. <laughs> um, but you're telling me they have no defenses for hurricanes, even though they literally are off the coast of uh, the Gulf of Mexico on one side. And then what is that? The Atlantic Ocean on the other side? Yeah, that's like, what come on. That's how it's designed. They probably do, but that don't mean that you know those those things aren't going to come in. They're talking about this is a hundred year storm, which they pretty much say every hurricane season. Nevertheless, if the, when they say in Arizona it's monsoon season and we see these storms and these walls of dust coming in, I'm not getting out there and going on the golf course. I'm going to heed the warning and stay my fat chocolate ass in my house. If I was in a hurricane or a or tornado alley or whatever, and the weather service says evacuate. I'm 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 going to take that chance and evacuate. So you get an impromptu vacation to Rhode Island. So what? What's the worst that can happen? You go back to your home in Florida and it's there. Or do you want to stay there and, and, and risk it and have to get a boat to go catch grandma floating down uh, Orange Avenue in Orlando? You know, nobody wants to catch their grandma on a boat. True. Uh, speaking about <laughs> hurricanes and boats, I know we're on a break. Yes. But um, hurricanes and boats. No one wants to listen to evacuation because no one listens. And, and here's a perfect case. Um, there was this old woman. Sitting on a roof after a hurricane. Uh-huh. Flood waters everywhere. Everywhere. And she's sitting on the top yeah. of her roof and she's praying. And she's like, Dear Lord, Dear please, Lord please can you just send some help? Just save me, Lord. Deliver me from this roof. And so the Coast Guard comes and says, Hey ma'am, can you uh we're here to help you? Can you come come down on the boat? We're gonna get you away. She's like, No, don't worry about me. Uh God's gonna God's gonna take care of me. So the boat drives by. And then uh she's still praying, Lord Jesus, please help me. And then another boat with some uh with the army comes by and the army's like, Hey man, we're here to help you and everything. We wanna help you and she's like, No, no, Jesus got me. 
my Lord and my Savior, I shall not want. And so they drive off. And she's like, Lord, please, can you help me? Please help me. And then a helicopter comes, and then it's the uh, Air Force, and they're like, hey, man, we're here to pick you up. Like, we want to help you. Like, she's like, no, no, no. The Lord's going to take care of me. He'll provide for me. I need not want anything because it's already provided for me through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Lord. And so so the the helicopter flies away. Flies away. And then this alligator comes, and the lady slips off the roof, and she gets eaten by this alligator. <laughs> And so she wakes up. She's at St. Peter's Gate. And uh, Jesus is standing there helping St. Peter check everybody into heaven. Because, you know, it ain't no party like a Jesus party because the Jesus party don't stop. Don't stop. Um, and so the old lady gets to the front of the line. And she's like, Jesus, how you doing, man? He's like, oh, hey, hey, my uh, my child, how you doing and everything. Welcome. And she's like, Jesus, I prayed to you when I was on that roof to help me. Why didn't you help me? He said. Bitch, I sent you two boats in a helicopter. They don't listen. <laughs> they, don't. They, don't, they don't want no help. And the only one she listened to is that alligator. Right? <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a long time. All right, we're going to take a quick break right here, folks. More fun and more thrills right here on FatGuyRadioShow.com. We will be right back after this. Doug, what in the world do you have on, man? This is my shirt from high school. I'm sorry to tell you, but you're not the same size that you were in high school. You don't think so? I, I felt that it was a little tight around my stomach, just a little bit. I've only gained like 30 pounds since graduating. Dude, it's tight around everything. It's making me feel constricted. You need some new swag, brother. You need some new swag. I just don't know where to go to get it, though. The Swag Merch Store at FatGuyRadioShow.com slash store is where you can get you a brand new shirt, man. What kind of designs do they have? Is it like something that's popping? Am I going to be on fleek? I don't know what that means. I don't either, but the kids say it. All right, we're <laughs> both going to go over to the Swag Merch Store where everybody should go to the Swag Merch Store to get them some new drip. Ah, that's a word Ooh, the kids are saying too. Drip. Go ahead and drip. accumulate my drip. Where the hell do I go to get it? FatGuyRadioShow.com slash store. Drip, drip, drip. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Zero wacky, there's any. Wacky and zany. It's another wacky and zany show. And now, back to Fat Guy Radio Show on the BDB Radio Network, featuring Corey Blaze. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, you know, basketball season is back. Football season is back, right? Yep. Okay. So that means that stadiums are starting to fill back up. You know what I'm saying? I got a question. And DT, maybe you can answer this question. Because I think you fit into the category of people I'm posing this question to. Okay. Skinny sports venue attendees. This question is for you. Mm -hmm. Do you sigh when you see a fat person coming down the aisle looking for for their seat? Like, do you... Start to pray inside like that woman on the roof. Please don't let they seat be next to me because I'm a big dude. Please don't try to adjust your radios. I am fat. Mm. And all stadium seats don't sit you very well. Or if you do, you spill over them into the next seat. Come on, fat people. Testify. It's the truth. 
So I'm sitting, I don't know what the hell I was watching in the medicated delirium that I experienced last week. Do skinny people that like, like DJ that could sit mm-hmm. in these stadium seats, put, they pull their legs up to their chest, swivel all around. I used to hate it. I'd take AJ to, to something in the stadium and you know, he'd be sitting, he'd be sitting in the seat. He'd have a card table, his food next to him, a TV stand, <laughs> uh, f- filing taxes and, and a lot a full fledged library all in his seat. Cause he could sit, he could sit all that in there. Cause his little scrawny ass was just swimming in the seat while I'm sitting in there trying my best not to elbow the beer out of the guy next to me with one of my side boobs. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I ask you skinny sports venue attendees, all sports venues. I'm not just talking about basketball. I'm not talking about the footprint center. I'm not talking about just state farm stadium. I'm not talking about Wells Fargo arena. Every Every stadium that hosts sports games mm-hmm. has seats that are uncomfortable for big people and little people. But I, but listening. do skinny people sigh when they see a big person? Oh, I, I just remember what made me think of this. And it was mean. I saw one of my fat friends who's who um, not friend, but acquaintance and. um. I'm not going to say his name, but he married a very large woman and he's a very, he's a very large boy. Oh, and I want to, if I, I wish I knew him better. Cause I want to ask him one question. How do y'all have, I mean, just, no, just, just, just how? how, just how, you know, I know the, 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 the techniques of this large animatronic body that I have is a thing of nightmares. I can't imagine them too. And I just want to ask how, but they went to a sporting event and posted pictures. And I looked at these two bull mooses mm. at this sporting event. And the guy in back of them was a little scrawny dude. And that's what made me think of this question. Do skinny people, get nervous or start to pray to baby black Jesus that that fat person coming up or down the aisle is not going to sit next to them. It's the same thing on a plane. Plane seats suck. But do uh, come on. You well, got okay. You got it. You got it. You, you yeah. You got to so be like, oh, I, I, I have an answer for that. Um, the first part, <laughs> I hope it is, 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 it's, it's, it's a multiple part answer. Yes, please. Uh, the first part, of that answer is it depends on where I'm sitting. If I'm sitting in the nosebleeds and I'm in like the second to the last row or third to last row, and I see this big person coming up and they're sitting behind me, I'm praying, please don't let this guy get too drunk that he falls over and, and then we have a recreation of Indiana Jones make a ball. And like I ain't trying to die. All right. Number one, fat people can't get to those no please sections because we lose our breath up coming up the elevator. Exactly. So I'm I'm afraid you're gonna roll back down the escalator. Like, I work um, in these arenas and I still get nervous in the two hundred level and I'm a big dude. I still and I gotta go up there all the time and I still get nervous. See? And so my second uh, stipulation is uh, do they have a lot of drinks? Because if you sit <laughs> next to me and you got a lot of drinks, now I'm upset because I typically get like one or two beers at a time. And 
I will have one in my hand and one in the uh, cup holder at all times. But if you got five drinks, like some of y'all do, um, y'all trying to take up all the cup holders knowing darn well you can't. And the reason why you take up all the cup holders is because you know you put them on the floor, you're knocking them all down with the slightest, slightest t- twitch of your feet yeah. because your legs fill up the whole aisle. That's very um, true. <laughs> and we come in with multiple drinks for another reason. We're not getting back up out that seat after we get into it exactly. to go back to the concession exactly. stand. We get in that concession stand when the short when the line is short. We go in full on grocery shopping. We come in to our seats. Once we once we squeeze our masses into that seat, man, we ain't trying to get up out of it. We stay in there through halftime, timeouts. All no, of that. I, and we're going to be the last ones to get. We're going to be one of the ones that the security people got to say, you got to go, sir. We're closing the building. Right. No, I feel you. Now, I will say this. I sigh anytime I see anyone coming <laughs> to sit next to me because I hate when people don't know how to count where they're supposed to be sitting. Oh, and they come boy. on the opposite side of the row and then they have to scoot all oh, the way down. No. Whether you're big, skinny, uh, old or a baby. I am pissed. <laughs> I am pissed. You have no I mean, no idea how many times I wanted to kick a geriatric in the middle of their depend <laughs> or punt a baby across the arena because they're like stepping on my toes and stuff. Yeah, and then you get booty in the face, or if you get someone that's a little bit more friendly, you get crotch in the face. Well, I never get any of that because I stand up for them. Oh, I don't stand up. I sit there. I'm I'm getting all I'm getting all day essence. Nah. I'm getting all, you walking in front of me because you you need to scooch in front of me to get to your seat because you came down the wrong aisle, came in the wrong in, the wrong uh, entrance. Oh, yeah. I'm smelling all your essence. I'm, I'm, I might even lean forward and get a taste. You ain't crossing over in front of me to get to your seat. And you better not be cute. Neither. If you cute, I'm all up in your junk. I'm now. Just don't knock over one of my five sodas. (laughs) Now, as far as do I sigh if a fat person sits next to me? No. I welcome it. And here's why, Corey. I think I know where you're going with this, and it's about to be hurtful. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Here's why. Because the armrests at these stadiums are hard as hell. So with your little lapidation... Coming over, I got free patent. Stadium is seat suit. lapidation. What'd you say? What was Sta- it called? Stadium seat lapidation. So you you are excited for a big person coming because you know that you're gonna have somewhere soft or cushiony or bouncy to rest your arm on. Yep, and if it's a lady, I'm doing it on the boob. You because <laughs> you know we don't feel we you know we ain't feeling that that side fat exactly because. <laughs> Don't laugh before you get the joke out, Corey. Because once we squeeze our tank asses in, <laughs> in seats, we can't feel nothing. We lose all feeling in anyway. Right, because it's all painful. <laughs> You're just in a constant state of pain. That's why y'all have like 17 drinks so you can just numb the pain. And you're not feeling that you got an extra 20 pounds of arm fat on you because I'm just laying on your, <laughs> your jelly rolls. <laughs> like, and like, and like, I'm not, and I'm telling you, I when I put my arm down on you, I'm not just like lightly laying it. No, I'm leaning into you because I'm like, it's like a body pillow. I got like a beanbag right next to me. You snuggle, yeah, I'm using it. Just snuggling mm, the hell. Up. Oh yeah, this feels so good. Thank you. And it's heated. Oh nice. 
Like, meantime, we're just sitting there wondering, I hope I don't spill this drink, knock it over with one of my thighs. You go numb from the from the chest, chesticles down when you when big people sit. Dude, I've seen, never mind, I can't say that. <laughs> I can't say that. But to answer your question, no, I don't sigh when fat people come sit next to me. I, do. I, actually, I actually enjoy it. I do. That's why I always, if I go, when I went to the theater, I always get an end seat. I need some swivel room. I'm okay. not, I don't, I don't, I, I get the end seat for the person that's going to sit next to me mm-hmm. or I get the end seat for the person that's probably going to sit next to me. The worst case scenario is you get to Gamage Auditorium, mm-hmm. you in the 200 level and you got a whole row of big people. This happened to me when I went to see Tyler Perry's play at mm-hmm. Gamage oh so many years ago. And Tyler Perry's got a lot of, you know, churchy music. And I was sitting up there with the 500, 500 pound section of uh, Bella Bue's Bethel Missionary Baptist Church up there in row C. And they all decided to catch the Holy Ghost at the same time. I ain't never been more afraid of Gamage Auditorium's uh, balcony coming down than I was in that moment. Because the whole balcony was swaying as them big people was a dancing. Dang. No, no, no. I get nervous when a big person. So I've always wondered, after I saw that picture of my boy, um, I'm not going to tell you where it was posted because y'all go out there and find it, <laughs> of my boy and his lovely, lovely wife who I've never met, but they both big. Dang. And I just want to know how. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. We're up on a break right here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and on the other side of this, more fun and more thrills uh, right here on FatGuyRadioShow.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's DT here to tell you about our new Afterburn campaign, 2022 Draws for You. So here's how it works. For every new level of $8 Afterburn Elite subscribers, there will be a special show where one of the fellas will be live in their underoos. For the first 30 new Elite subscribers, you will get me, Detay. Let the tour begin. For 50 new Elite subscribers, you will get me and DJ Little D. Yeah, buddy. And when we reach 1,000 new Elite subscribers, you will get me, DJ Little D, and the fat guy himself, Corey Blades. You're welcome, ladies. Go to fatguyradioshow.com slash afterburn and get yourself an elite subscription today. It's 2022 Draws for You. Help get us out these pants and live on cam. 2022 Draws for You. dot com slash afterburn. We are sorry, so sorry, really sorry, sorry. We'll never do it again. That guy radio show. Where did you get that muffin? Muffin button. I didn't install a muffin button. And where did I get this muffin? Just when you thought they had nothing more to say, here's more Fat Guy Radio Show right here on FatGuyRadioShow.com. And welcome back to the show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And this portion of the show is brought to you by the Afterburn Bonus Show. Ooh, we got a good one for y'all in October. Just days away from now. And our full Monty members got themselves a special extra extra behind the scenes from my home. Ooh. From my house. House oh. of La Blaze. 
all on full Monty members. Full. Monty. Oh, Monty's may or may not have my shirt off and a boot mm-hmm. out. You never know. It's mm. Afterburn, folks. We use naughty words. We talk about things that we can't talk about mm. normally, you know, because our sponsors will be turning a blink in an eye at us and stuff like that. They don't, but, you know, we just do it out of a, out of R-E-S-P-E-C-T. It's back. It's back, you know what I'm saying? But on Afterburn, we ain't got no respect. We ain't got no respect for each other on Afterburn. You think DT hurts my feelings here on the live show? No, on Afterburn, he does his best to destroy my soul. Yep. Because I can curse at him too. Hurts me. Cuts like a knife. Cuts to the quick on Afterburn. They say the first cut is always the deepest. The first cut is the deepest. Yeah. And you can see and witness all those cuts at fatguyradioshow.com slash afterburn. $3 for just the audio if you want to hear us cuss in your ears. $8 if you want to hear us cuss and see us cuss. And $10 if you want to hear us cuss, see us cuss, and get something extra that only you can see. Mm. It's so it's so spicy on Full Monty. We remove the replay button on mm. the video. Whoa. And no screen caps. Because I want to run for president one day. It seems like the thing to do. com slash afterburn is our bonus show. Okay. All right. Detail, you got anything that you want to get to or do you want to hear about how I really believe that bugs truly 100% hate me? I want to hear the bugs. Okay. I know they don't like me. Why? It was proven and evident this past Monday. Okay. What happened? I'm mowing my backyard, right? Okay. My backyard, finally, I got it under control. If you're an Afterburn member, you heard of the story of my, or did I talk about it on this show? I don't know. I do so many shows. I forget. You, you talked about it so many different times. Why does it look like I have like five rings on my neck? Because like the shadow is like literally hitting my neck and it's got me so self-conscious right now because it looks like I've got five fat flaps just stacked up on my That's neck. That's how you know how old you are by the <laughs> rings on your neck. I don't like the shadow that the light is casting. It looks like I have five rings of fat on my neck, and I don't. I barely have a neck. you have ten. I don't li- Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey, so I, I have a little information for, my, for the listeners. Those aren't rings on Corey's neck. Um, what you're seeing is uh, what a bobblehead looks like. It's the springs. Uh <laughs> Corey just bobbling his head because he's, he's a bobblehead, so he has like 15 million springs on his neck. That's that's all that is. It's, a, springs. Sh- it's a shadow, right? It that's is a, a shadow. It, it is a shadow. It's got to be a light shadow, right? <laughs> it, it, it oh, is yeah. A sh- that's a huge, there's, a, yeah. there's a huge key light over off of my right side, and that's yeah. what's... Ca- look at, see? It, I didn't even notice it until you started bringing it up. Oh, I've been looking at it the whole show. I'm like, why is my neck so fat? It looks like I have a farmer's tan. Oh, there's my bra strap. It looks like I have a farmer's tan. It does. It looks like you have one of those uh, necks, like the people who don't wash it. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I swear I wash my neck. I swear I do. But it of looks course like- you do, because it's attached to your torso. It's all one big lump. <laughs> you just called me torso lump. <laughs> yes. I I do not have just a lump for a torso. I do not like this. It looks like now. Look, I'm not wearing much camera makeup, but that's like I'm like a I'm like that's my true skin. 
I'm truly white. I'm telling you, I'm white. That's all. I'm, I've been staring at it the whole show. I'm like, why does my neck look so like layered and fat? <laughs> now I cannot see it. All right. Now I feel like all four of you that are watching are just staring at my fat neck. And then now I got that fat guy thing because I pulled my shirt the wrong way on my hanger. So my shirt stretches. I'm a disaster. It won't go away. You see the fat? Sh- the, it's not it's fat. It's not fat. It's, it's just not, shadows. It's a shadow. It's people. fat shadows. <laughs> my fat is shadowing me. My fat is shadow. There's a lot of shade on my. It's fat shade. Fat shade. <laughs> so I'm in my backyard um, this past Monday. And um, it's starting to get dark, you know, around what? 3.30 in the afternoon now. <laughs> Right. It's starting to get dark earlier and earlier now because it's really starting to cool off. And it's so funny that we say cool off when it's still like 98 degrees outside. But that's an effing cool off, ladies and gentlemen. I literally pulled my sheets on top of me this morning before I got out of bed. And I know how the weather is changing because I slept really, really good last night. Slept. Mm. I can sleep real good when it's nice and cold. Right. So I, I go I go out to do. um the lawn on uh, Monday night, Monday evening, right at dusk, right at dusk. And I'm out there and I'm weeding, I'm weeding, I'm weeding the corners and the edges and stuff like that. I a couple of weeds and the rocks and things like that. And I'm sitting out there and I'm just, and I'm just going to town, you know, all the while I'm out there, these little cream colored grasshoppers are just popping around everywhere. And I'm, of course, dude, what's my number one hated bug? A cricket. Yeah. A grasshopper is just a Negro cousin of a cricket. Exactly. Just like Charles Esteban uh, Cheese is the Negro cousin of Master Splinter. Exactly. So these little cream colored grasshoppers are just popping like popcorn Every time I weed and of course me, when I see a bug and it's flying at me or it's jumping at me or away from me, what am I doing? I'm squilching. I'm screaming. I'm oh, oh, oh God. The whole time, like a little 14 year old girl out there. If my neighbors were listening to me, they probably thought I was stepping on tax. Like they like, like I was probably like a Sugaro cactus census taker. Just Every time a freaking grasshopper. All right, so I make it. If they didn't watch the show last week, they got or two weeks ago, they have no idea what that. It's still out there, folks. Uh, so I, I, I get it done. I'm like, I'm telling myself the whole time as I'm blasting Gavin DeGraw in my ear, so I'm trying not to cry. Number one, Mm. and number two, I'm, 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 I'm fully covered. By the way, only thing that you can see is my eyes. People, I was dressed like my my yard had COVID. I got the hat on. I got the scarf around the neck. I got bug spray sprayed all over me because mosquitoes, they come for me. Don't nobody in my neighborhood got a pool. I can't figure out where the hell all these damn mosquitoes be coming from. But it seems like soon as I step my chocolate ass outside, someone sets off the mosquito alarm and they all go for my right ass every time. (laughs) How I got long jeans on, long sleeve shirt and a jacket pulled on over it. 
plus a hat, plus a scarf, plus a mask, plus eye protection for rocks that fly up because I don't know what I'm doing anyway. Ear protection, earbuds all covered and off, not the regular off, but the woods off. The extra strength off where when I spray it on myself in the garage, my garage still smells like off three weeks later. (laughs) That's how much that's how I'm set up when I'm going out to do the yard and I'm good to go. And yet I still still come in the house with two or three mosquito bites never fails. So I'm in the backyard. I'm weeding and I'm mowing these quick. These little grasshoppers are just popping everywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. One grasshopper. This was a double scream for me. One grasshopper was in the grass, popped up, jumped up, landed on the, the, the brick wall. And then one of those freaking wall lizards comes out, grass to get, grabs and gets the grasshopper and then runs back in his little hole. So I scream for the grasshopper. I scream for the, the lizard. <laughs> you would scream for the lizard. I hate those things. You remember one got in my house one day. Yeah, I do remember. It's happened again. Another one has gotten in the house. I got a 35 year old home, folks. I'm praying that I pray to baby Jesus to keep these things out of my house. I got little sticky pad mouse traps that I put in in the kitchen now because they come into the kitchen when it was hot. They come inside and I come in in the kitchen and I saw one. He was just all prostrate, laid out on the coolness of the tile. And I'm like, oh, you just mad chilling up in the AC right now. Right. I broke another broom killing his ass, but that's not the point of the story. So I'm mowing the lawn and I'm going through these these grasshoppers are just popping up everywhere. And I'm like, this is just this is horrible. I'm having a horrible experience, but I had to get it done because I'm trying to reclaim my land from the weeds and the monsoon rains that we had. So I finally get everything done. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm every every step I take a grasshopper is hopping. I get all my all my equipment loaded back up and everything. And then I happen to just look up out of the corner of my eye. I look up on the back wall of my house. Mm -hmm. And I see what has to be the biggest Jiminy Cricket looking mofo grasshopper. Just looking down upon my backyard with what looked like a grin of satisfaction on its face. Because all his little cream colored grasshopper minions had successfully ruined my yard clipping experience. (laughs) This grasshopper was huge. Looked like a freaking bird roosting on the side of my house. Like the and that mofo must have been up there the whole time because I never once saw him. And you know how when you see one bug. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's like something in our eyes and in our brains connect. And now you can see every little thing that moves. Yeah. It's like when you have one, when you see your car, like when you buy a car for the first time, mm-hmm. that's when you start noticing all the other people driving your same car. Yep. Or when you sell a car that you so you sell a car that you said you weren't going to sell that you were trying to save up to have fixed. And then when you finally sell it, you see it all on the road all the time. Same thing. Yeah. But that grasshopper, I swear, was just up there like he was the king grasshopper and he had been pleased by all his little cream colored minions ruining my making America green again attempt Mm. while I was mowing my yard. And that's just proof that these these bugs. No, I don't like them and they don't like me. Yeah. And they got you. 
they got, got your number. They got me. They caught me in 4K screaming, squelching like, <laughs> oh, a little, no. like a little girl out there in my backyard. I'm just trying to mow. It's just me, me just me and my little Honda out there mowing. I'm just, all I'm trying to you, do. You would get a Honda mower. I haven't gotten a Honda mower. I just said that because that's the only oh. mower brand I know. I don't know what kind of actually. Okay, yeah. I, think I think I have Acme. Or John Deere? No. Acme. I do Acme. need, I do want a new mower though. I need to go gas. Yeah, you do. I need to go gas. I got a little electric, little Tonka it's, toy mower right now. If you get, if you get, uh, if you go gas, you can go ahead and, uh, just eat some Taco Bell and you'd be good to go. Yeah. Oh. I had that new Taco Bell grilled cheese burrito too. Had oh, it, how was it? Had it three days ago. <laughs> I got to stop laughing before the joke. Had it three days. Cut. We'll cut this up. Had it three days ago. Ain't seen it since. <laughs> that's a constipation joke, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you if you weren't paying attention, that's that's what you call a, a constipation joke. That's hilarious. Thank you, DJ. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time that we have for all of you uh, this evening. Um, thank you so much for spending your time uh, with us. All right, let me quickly remind you, uh, or my apologies to Justin Bieber. We just plumb ran out of time. Let me quickly remind you about the Fat Guy Radio Show Swag Merch Store. Shop through the links on any of our social various our various social media pages or at fatguyradioshow.com slash store. Don't forget about our monthly bonus show afterburn. Drop us a letter, comment, or question anytime to Fat Guy Radio Show at gmail.com or send a gift we love surprises to box 41506 Phoenix, Arizona, 85080. Give Fat Guy Radio Show's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube pages a like and a follow. Tell everybody you know about the show, and when they ask you what's it all about, tell them they'll make you laugh or depress the hell out of you, but you won't know until you listen. For Daniel D. Taylor, what's good? Doug the DA, Andrew, and Little D. in Absentia, I've been Corey Blaze. I'm fat. With our show mantra, skinny people. That's Fat me. people already know they're fat, so stop reminding us. We're all stronger together. See you at the top. Good night. Hello.